Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello again, dear listeners. Here we are, already more than a month and a half into the year 2017. Pretty well all the Christmas trees have been deposited in your nearest landfill. And our New Year resolutions, well, let's not get into that, for it might be a bit embarrassing. The fact is, as the saying goes, the best laid plans of mice and men go often askew. It's a common malady of humankind. We toss, we turn, this way and that, but scarcely resolutely knowing where we are going. We're not that different from Oliver Wendell Holmes, that former Justice of the United States Supreme Court. The Reverend Dr. Oswald Hoffman, for years the principal speaker of the Lutheran Hour, tells an anecdote concerning this Justice Holmes. Evidently, his honor was once on the train leaving Washington, D.C., when the conductor came by and found him looking everywhere for his ticket. The conductor tried to put the justice's mind to rest by telling him not to fret, for, said the conductor, I know you, and if you can't find your ticket now, you can always send it to us later. But that's not my real problem, replied the justice. What's really bothering me is that I don't know where I'm going. What about you? Do you know where you are going? Are you sure you're on the right track? What roadmap and whose direction are you following? The Bible tells us of a person who had received the call from heaven actually to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, that is, the land of Canaan. That person was Abram, and you read about his and his family's journey both in the book of Genesis as well as in Hebrews. In the latter, we read of a marvelous God-given gift called faith, a faith that was also Abraham's. Living by faith is absolutely essential if you and I are to please the Lord. What does such a faith look like? Well, Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, It is being absolutely sure of what one hopes for. It's that kind of surety whereby you're certain even of what you don't or don't yet see. Yet, it's not some vague wish, some groping in the dark. It's a sure expectation that's based on God's own word, His steadfast promises. Such a promise is itself a guarantee of its fulfillment. That's because God's promises are not fickle. They don't fail, but they are true. In verse 8 and following of Hebrews 11, we read God's revelation as to how Abram responded when God called him to leave his country of origin and to go to what abounded to the promised land. It says that Abram obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. To be sure, he knew his final destination, the land of Canaan, 
for his father Terah had already taken him and the other members of the family from Ur of the Chaldeans, today we would say Iraq or East Syria, to go to the land of Canaan. So Abram went, without knowing the details of what would be a very long sojourn. No GPS, but something far more reliable, God's call, God's promise, his word. And so Abram went, together with his wife Sarai and his nephew Lot, as well as all their accumulated possessions. The Bible tells us that when he got there, he actually didn't know he had arrived. He lived in tents, having no continuing city. Not only that, but the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, were an idolatrous people who didn't know the Lord and who could hardly be expected to be friendly and to move over for Abram. But Abram lived and acted on faith in God while treasuring God's promises. He lived on those promises. He wasn't looking for an acreage that he could develop into an empire while building his city. Someone has pointed out that he never bought any land except a cemetery plot where he could bury his beloved Sarah. Yet, says Hebrews 11 verse 10, he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. Dear listeners, that city can only be seen by faith. It was not some Canaanite city with a plurality of heathen temples inhabited by gods that were the figments of man's warped imagination. No, this city Abram was looking forward to was the city of God's promise, the heavenly Jerusalem, that one day will come down and be inhabited by all true Christian believers on a new earth cleansed from all unrighteousness. Abram's heart was already in that city as he placed his hopes there by faith in God. If you and I are going to persevere in the Christian life, then we too must fix our eyes on that city. And yet, it's not a city to which all people belong and to which all will have entrance. No, only those who belong to Jesus Christ, who together with the Father and the Holy Spirit is the one true and eternal God, only they will enter. They must have faith in Jesus Christ, faith in God. It is believing in the one who was born to die on Calvary's cross, the one who, while he was on earth, said in no uncertain terms, I am the way and the truth and the life. In the next chapter, 12, of this powerful letter to the Hebrews, Christ is called the author and perfecter of our faith. Are you one of those who, though alive, is really lost? Or are you searching for that straight path that will not leave you trekking in the dark, going in circles without a true goal that will bring joy to your life? The Lord Jesus Christ says, Come to me. Be embraced by my love in the way of putting your hope and trust, your faith in me. Abram did so from afar. Abram had a difficult journey but he was sustained 
carried, if you like, by that God in whom he hoped and trusted and whose promises he accepted as true and reliable. Yes, along the way he was severely tested by God. God once even told him to sacrifice his son Isaac on an altar. Abram was prepared to do even that. For as we can read in verse 19 of Hebrews 11, he reasoned that God could raise the dead. And yes, figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. God provided a substitute, a ram, as we can read in Genesis 22, a ram which Abram sacrificed in place of his son. Yes, Abram knew where he was going. He lived by faith even though it was hundreds of years before Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, was born and died. Abram banked on God. He obeyed God. And that, my friends, is the only way to go. For God does not change. And Jesus Christ, who came into the world to save people who had lost their way, is the same yesterday and today and forever. Did God come to Abram, and did he say to him at the outset of his journey, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you? Abram believed God, and the Bible says it was credited to him as righteousness. That's the most wonderful credit a person can ever possess, for it indicates life even eternal life in the forgiveness of one's sins and a restored, a right relationship with God forever. The way of faith is a very good road to travel. It was for Abram and it is for everyone who believes. It's a road on which travelers follow that star, which is Jesus Christ. Faith is his gift, his doing, his treasure, which he is able to work in your heart and in mine. For the joy set before him, Christ Jesus endured the cross, forgetting the shame. And now he sits at the right hand of God the Father on high, in power and in glory. Submit your life, your love, to him, and he will surely make your path straight. Amen, and thanks so much for listening.